and hours. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. This is Truth, Freedom, and Sophia with your host, Sophia. And shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for putting all of this together and having this platform for us to speak our truth. All of our shows are live on onthewakeupradio.com. You can catch our replays on SoundCloud, Google and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Wake Up Radio. Also support us on at PayPal slash On The Wake Up Radio at gmail.com. Check out our new streaming site, OTWTube. It's our free streaming platform where we upload all of our uncensored content and we're able to fully express ourselves with full truth. And I really recommend it. There's a lot of amazing people on there with some great videos and you can also create your own profile. You don't have to make videos, but you can upload videos you like. This way you can express yourself through showing things that you like. So it's really cool. Check it out, otwtube.com. Again, you can find us at onthewakeupradio.com. Welcome everybody and happy Saturday, I guess. Oh boy. So I hope everyone's off to a great start this weekend. I know I am. I sat out in the sun today. I've been trying to every chance I can get with when it's a nice, beautiful day to get consistent sunlight. Um, I'm trying to really just get into good habits, have good regiments, and get help anywhere I can, get source anywhere I can. And tonight's topic is the dark feminine, the Jezebel spirit. Now, the two are actually not the same. Um, I know I write my title sometimes a little bit could be confusing of what I'm trying to really convey, but the dark feminine to me is the aspect of the divine feminine when she's angry. So like a lot of people associate the dark feminine with like wickedness and, and um, you know, just like really like darker things. But in my opinion, the dark feminine, again, is the divine aspect because we can't be always, you know, uh, compassionate. Sometimes there are circumstances that don't call for compassion. There is no room for it. Sometimes we're not we, we're not always going to be our, you know, lighter uh, selves. And so how do we channel, say, like righteous anger? That's where I think the, the dark feminine versus the Jezebel spirit differ because one is rooted in righteousness. And one is rooted in wickedness. One is out for wickedness. The other is out for justice, I'd say. That, to me, would be the difference between the two. But before I really get into it, I kind of, I want to read, read from my, you know, favorite book I like to read from, The, the Science of Mind. Um, this really has taught me so much and I've helped, I've created so many amazing tools through this book and help others heal because our minds are the most powerful God-given things we have. And that's what we're really supposed to be using to create and manifest here 
on earth in this plane in this dimension and we're not supposed to be governed by these outside things we're supposed to be governed by our spirit so this is just a, a beautiful um i guess poem that it just speaks to me about a lot of us so it's called it says it's the call that's the name of the poem this i saw or else some inner presence made it known to me the universe is filled with life the air the sky, the sea, team with intelligence, with majesty and might. And deep within me, some subtle inner sight. Beholds and sees, comprehends and knows the all. Nor fears, nor falters, but answers the divine call. To be as one beyond the bounds of time and space. To overcome the bondage of the human race. And leap and trust undaunted free into the deeps of that infinite sea whose waters calm are ready to receive those who in simple faith believe. I found that really spoke to me and I hope it speaks to others because that's how I'm feeling lately. Like I am answering the call, not some call outside of me, the call within me to awaken, to start connecting more, to start really being active in my own life. You know, no matter what we know inside and how much, say, knowledge we have, sometimes we're still not living in connection and true. We have to use active knowledge in our lives and use it to improve our lives, grow, learn, and improve the lives of others. And the Jezebel spirit is out for the opposite. The Jezebel spirit seeks to destroy it seeks to actually in my opinion it hates righteousness so i the jezebel spirit is a term used to describe um a certain aspect that women can channel like for instance the cardi b song what if you were to i would say that that, that that's a jezebel spirit that song because it, it doesn't seek connection it doesn't seek wholesome goodness it seeks to dominate it seeks materialism like what the song is about you know she's using her female energy her female power to gain material things in this world to use to control the man and manipulate and that is like the epitome of a jezebel spirit and if you don't know who jezebel is she's actually a biblical figure um, she is described as the most wicked woman on the face of the earth, like that to ever live. Jezebel's degrading and idolatrous cult of Baal that she brought with her to Samaria, now the kingdom of Israel, from her native Zidonia, about 869 BC. She ate like a cancer into the vital structure of the Hebrew religion. During her more than three decades of power, Though the daughter of a king, the wife of a king, and the mother and granddaughter of kings, she was neither a good wife nor a mother, nor just a ruler. Her own father, Ethbal, priest king of Tyr, murdered his brother to become king. It is possible that Dido, founder of Carthage, now Carthage is where we link these dark child sacrificing cults to. That's where, uh, in, my, in my research, that's where I've traced a lot of that down to the cult of Moloch. Well, Baal is just another um, idol version of Moloch. So Jezebel, she was a priestess basically of Baal and she sacrificed and she, she sought power and she used her sexual energy and she used her sexual um, like strength 
as a way to manipulate, to cause discord, to cause dysfunction. And she really just rotted and ate uh, uh, the Hebrew uh, religious structure. Now, the Hebrew religious structure is not just religion. The, the Jews at the time, the Hebrews, the, it wasn't religion. It was basically, it was really actually government. Their whole religion is more like what was a way of governance. It wasn't just religion. It was a whole government. So she used her status, right, to, to inflict pain, to inflict discord, to torture. She would take, you know, righteous people and just torch them and sacrifice them to her god, Baal. And then she eventually, which is where these, <laughs> I don't want to say it because we're live on a, on, on a certain channel, but this is where these certain people separated off, right, from the Jewish culture and started integrating darker practices into their uh, religious practices. And that's where that really roots from. I would say Jezebel probably, now that I'm talking about it. Because uh, Jezebel, again, she stems from the whole situation with Carthage. So that's what, Jeze that's what Jezebel was in a short version. I mean, I don't want to read this whole thing. Again, her beauty and her energy took to cause discord. To, she, 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 she sought power. And what I think is at the heart, usually, of a Jezebel spirit. Now, Jezebel was probably pure evil incarnate. But what, what I think is going on now with, with women, there is this, I think, a dark agenda against women. And there has been since, uh, I would say, long, 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 I'll say with the start of Christianity, just to give you a good timeline before that. There has really been a campaign to really demonize the woman, to really shame the woman, to make the woman role in this world, a secondary role, one that doesn't have equal importance as the male. And the patriarchy is the opposite of the matriarchy. Any archy is, in my opinion, is coming from that archontic mindset. So what I, so, so for me, what, what, what I would equate to the male version of the Jezebel spirit is the archontic spirit. So the Jezebel spirit is that same controlling, seeks to rule, seeks to control, seeks to cause discord for entertainment, for dark purposes, and ultimately sacrifice to please the, their dark god. And it's, it is an archontic spirit. That's what it is. It's just the, 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 the female description of it. They, they um, use the name Jezebel because she's such a prolific, wicked woman from, from history. But it really is in, in our context spirit. And when you go into um, the Nag Hammadi scriptures and the nature of the rulers, who are these, these archons, these are the, the, the beings who were created from Yaldabaoth, who is the, the demiurge, the, the god, the false god of this earth, basically. And it says this, the nature of the authorities. Concerning the reality of the authorities, the great apostle through the spirit of the father of truth referred to the authorities of darkness and told us our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the authorities of the world and the spirits of wickedness. I have sent you this writing because you have asked about the real nature of the authorities. And it is the spirits of wickedness. And that's what kind of leads me to this from last week with the fallen do we want to be the fallen human or the true human the fallen human is governed and is influenced by say these these rulers these archons who seek 
to plant seeds of wickedness in, hum in humanity, to dis disconnect us and cause discord between us and our true selves. We're not meant to be governed by anything but ourselves. And, and that part of ourselves resides in the higher place, which leads me to reading this because I find that for me, the way I work is I read things and they just, they speak to me. I can't explain it. And this, this spoke to me again because it talks about God and I am and what that really means and how our spirit is God. We are. We are God. And I don't say that in a, uh, like, in an arrogant way, like, oh, we're God. No, no. There is God the mother, God the father, the ultimate, you know, God. But at the same time, we are part of that. So, spirit. We treat of spirit as the active and the holy and the only self-conscious principle. We define spirit as the first cause or God, the absolute essence of all that is. It is also called the great or the universal I am. When Moses asked God who he should tell the children of Israel had sent him, the answer was, thou shall say I am hath sent me unto you. The reason why I am was given is because this is an absolute statement. Spirit is conscious mind. And it is the power which knows itself. It is conscious of its own being. The spirit is self-propelling. It is absolute in all. It is self-existent and has all life within itself. It is the word. And the word is volition. It has choice because it is volition. It is will because it chooses. It is free spirit because it knows nothing outside of itself and nothing different from itself. Spirit is the father, mother, God, because it is the principle of unity back of all things. The masculine and feminine principles both come from the one. Spirit is all life, truth, love, being, cause and effect, and is the only power in the universe that knows itself. I find that incredibly important and incredibly I think, important to share. Because it's, again, it's about who's really in charge of you. Are you in charge of you? Or are these archons, are these rulers, are these dark, wicked things in charge of you? Because these things seek to have power over you. They seek to control your mind. And the way they can control your mind, the only way they can do it is through disconnecting you from your true self. The things that are good, the things that are higher from heaven, the heavenly things, you know? And in order for them to control you, they have to manipulate you. See, when one has control over the thoughts of one's mind, one has control over the direction and actions of the physical body, all of its parts in reclaiming of the soul energies. Whoever controls the mind controls the soul. So it's about our souls. They want control of our souls. I remember our souls, which I, I will also read another description of the soul, is another aspect of you, but that's bound to earth. That's bound to this realm. It's called psycho-spiritual warfare. 
They use technological mind control to create fear and trauma. It's used to control the masses in a variety of ways. They use God. They use religious violence. They use gender issues, sexuality. It's awful. And it's all to continue the enslavement and vampirism of humanity. It's to keep us in our lower state preoccupied with these lower aspects, more like, you know, selfish things. That's what leads to a Jezebel spirit. And when I look at women who carry this spirit, I've been very gifted since a young age that I can recognize spirits that are attached to people. And when I recognize this in most women, when I see it, there's no judgment on them. It's not them who's wicked. They're under a wicked influence. And that wicked influence stems from them being a hurt child somewhere in their life. And where that wicked spirit tells them where they need to use, say, their beauty or their gifts. See, a lot of women who have the Jezebel spirit are actually super intellect. They're very intelligent and they're usually very beautiful. And women who are usually very beautiful and smart, a lot of times, because they don't know how to channel the divine feminine, right? They don't know how to channel these divine aspects because they're disconnected from their spirit. So instead, fear takes over and they feel that the only way to get power is through using their looks or their sexuality to gain power over others. And what they do is they seek out weak men who they know will be enamored by them and they suck that man dry. Sometimes they can eat, come in and destroy a whole family. But sometimes at the root of what's really causing that person to be under that wicked, dark influence is fear. Fear of not being good enough or not, you know, being able to rely on who you truly are and having to enslave people under you, under your spell. That is that is part of the Jezebel spirit. But a lot of times it's pain and fear that leads to that spirit having an opening to take over the mind and tell you, you know, to use your body in ways that aren't righteous, that aren't wholesome and good. And I don't mean in sex. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about to use your sexuality, to manipulate and control. To usually women who have this spirit also, they're intuitive. So they're able to sense your weaknesses. They're able to discern, you know, what your fears are and then use them against you. And it, it almost sounds a lot like the government. <laughs> it sounds a lot like, you know, a lot of tactics that I am battling now with trying to uh, enlighten people about that the government uses against us. It also is about cause and effect, too. It's a backlash. It's like a karmic backlash. See, these people don't, what we don't understand a lot of times, and what people don't even think about this because they're not conscious. See, we really are living in a time where people are not conscious. They're just not. So they're not able to connect with their own thoughts. They're not able to discern these things. They're not able to have enough trust in themselves that even when they do feel something might not be right or think 
uh, a real original thought, they don't have enough strength and in, in confidence in themselves to, to let it grow, to, to let it flow, to let it build something. They won't use it to create. Instead, because of fear, they use they 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 look from the outside to feed feed that so that they can rely on that as a guidance versus again the spirits what's meant to govern you here on this plane earth plane not a government if we persist in needing to use control or manipulation methods in our daily life which i talk about constantly everyone most people are living in that way where they're looking for they're looking for for an extraction of some sort and they and they they treat people or they act in a way that will get them the desired result they're looking for that's a manipulative mindset so when you live like that you'll experience the cause and effect backlash or the karmic return of mental bondage to the old destructive patterns of egoic behavior it's confusing for many on the earth receiving the cause and effect backlash because they're being returned to they're being returned to the energy that they have repeatedly created with their false identity in the planetary field here so what they're doing is they're almost like kind of trapped in an insanity loop the more a person has deliberately deceived others the more energies of self deception and confusion they will face in the external so it's almost like you're just digging yourself or or you're, or you're 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 tethering the wire further and further away from who you truly are all because of just because you want to keep deceiving which you're only really deceiving yourself at the end of the day if you're not really operating in truth and you're just operating in a false identity Oh, sorry. It's just sometimes, you know, we have to start thinking about these aspects of ourselves because I promise you, although sometimes when we're authentic with others, it might cause them to, to give us, you know, uh, weird behaviors or weird energies. You're doing them a favor because you're not agreeing to their lies and illusions, which makes them have two choices. either. If they, I mean, if they love, care, and respect you, to either you force them to operate on the frequency of truth when they're in your presence. That's what we need to start doing. So we have to start, not in a mean way, but just stop confirming and co-signing delusions and illusions and false identities and manipulations. A lot of, you know, it goes both ways. A lot of people, when they know that someone's trying to manipulate them, usually that alerts them to knowing that, oh, this person clearly must need something for, from me. And then like, it's a power struggle because who's who's trying to use what they know about the other uh, to, uh, to, to have more power over that person? Everyone seems to be caught up in this. They do not realize the laws in this reality are changing to be based on the forces of love. Therefore, the beliefs, behaviors, and actions must become more transparent and honest to accommodate change. The backlash of receiving negative energy that a person has sent out into the field is happening with greater intensity and quicker timing because more and more people are becoming this negative collective, this dark collective. Because you're not able, again, to discern through all of these years 
the, the, the influence that they're under. Most people are even, aren't even aware that there are dark spirits that are assigned to certain purposes. And we evoke spirits. We, we invoke and evoke spirits through the things that we think, through the things that we, we like, through the things we're attracted to, the music we listen to, the thoughts we entertain, the books we read. Are we serving the self? Because you're going to attract entities that know how to manipulate you. Through that, through, through you being a selfish or through you being conceited or through you needing, you know, confirmation or you needing a certain look on your face or you blah, 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 whatever your insecurities are, they know it and they use them to enslave you and keep you in bondage. What about the spirits of hate, rape, poverty, pedophilia that's taken over everywhere? We see them. How can you not identify these things that are happening right now and see that these are spirits? These are a plague of spirits that have taken over humanity and they are expressing, they're able to, to bleed their realm into our realm, into our earth through these people, through everyone channeling them and evoking them. And everyone's just out here, oh yeah, woo. Just looking to always want to be entertained, always looking to be preoccupied, ne never able to just sit there in silence and really connect. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. And what do you think that's doing to your children or the children that, are, that, that have to see all these adults in their world that all look like their fucking heads are spinning? Do you think they, that they just understand and know what's going on? Or maybe they're seeing that oh, I better I better get this right. I better I better look look for some for, for the answers now so I'm not some crazy adult with no answers when I get older. And then that's what leads them to all the experts and the outside sources and the brainwashing and indoctrination. And then you have, you know, citizen robots, human robots. Again, with this with the spirit is part of god that's the eternal you but the soul is part of this earth and it is a battle for the soul do they want to keep your soul bound here and keep recycling you through and erasing your memory because the soul here's the thing and here's just what i believe again i don't even know if i believe this this is just what i speculate a lot in my head about like is that we were our original form in our original lifespan was a hundred thousand years probably more and that one soul was meant to to live this epoch say one whole epoch on this earth and you grow and you evolve and you go through real stages of life right and you live lifetimes after lifetimes after lifetimes but you live those lifetimes in consistency so you're here fluid, growing older and older. You're living th hundreds of thousands of years. But by the time your, your life completion is done, you are a fully fulfilled human where you've not just existed in the spirit, but now you've, you've uh, you know, e existed here as a human. You created, you've, you did your divine purpose here. And now you go on to the higher realm and you live the, a new life and, and another, another existence, whatever happens. But what they do now 
is a soul recycle. So you're not ever able to have soul um, evolution, soul progression, because what, what they do is they convince you your lifespans, you know, 70, 85, 100 years. They, they inundate you while you're here for those 100 years with all the negative stuff, negative energy, negative thoughts, negative fields, negative uh, bad foods, poison foods, toxins, you know, and again, it's mostly the mind. You could be living in an environment where literally they're trying to poison you, radiation. If you have the strength of mind, none of that can even touch you. But 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 huh, that's a long ways out. But that's our potentiality. That's our potential as a as a true human. If we get there, when we get there, we will get there. But again, they cut your lifespan. They control. They they imbue, embed you with a religion while you're here, so that when you die. You go to whatever that religion is, and it's, a, it's actually a trick to get you to come back, to get you to get recycled. And they 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 get your soul through whatever machine they use. I know it sounds kooky, but this is true. I knew this before I, I ever even researched it because it came to me in a download. And then other people would bring it up, and I'm like, "What? That's a real thing?" I'm not just thinking. I just I go I go into these these realms and these worlds, and I go. Anyways, but again. They send you back here. So then when you're born, you're born again in another life. No memory of who you are, what your divine purpose is. You're so far removed now from that original first soul, say, that your soul has just been through the ringa. And your memory, erased, 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 erased. And every lifetime, by the way, you're traumatized by some by something. They, they cause some mass trauma to happen, which which affects, which leaves an imprint. In your then in your genetic line as well, and it leaves an imprint on your soul, on your psyche, because for, for when you die, that's the point where they swipe you, they hijack you. I've heard so many stories of people who actually didn't go to the light and realize that the light is a is a false light, and it's to attract you to the moon matrix to get you back here, so they can keep abusing you and using you and sucking your life and being like you vampiristic. Uh -uh. Towards humans, they're parasitic, and they need us here because our soul essence does something for them. You know, our emotions are what make us very unique as well, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Is if they can get us emotionally on a certain vibration, they can get our merkaba to to spin in in um in harmony with their lower frequencies, so which allows them to to then channel us i would say not us channel them i think they channel us and then they use us as living beings with souls because only living beings with souls and spirit have the power to really to truly create as divine beings so they need to use us and they need to build their their dark false world here which is part of why they need to merge us with ai that's a part of it. There's a new movie on Netflix. It's actually a family movie. I watched it this morning called The Mitchells vs. the Machines. Talk about truth bombs. Talk about, uh, you know, truth in plain sight. I would recommend watching it, even if you have no kids. Um, they would they were saying some real things in there. It's just incredible. And so are they doing it for righteous reasons? Who knows? But it's it's the truth. That is how the world is where the world is heading. And that is what's going on. I want to talk about the soul because we have to start dissecting these things. I've been dissecting these things since 
as far back as I could think. As far back as I can remember thinking. I've been pondering these things. I used to sit out my window when I was like probably seven or eight. I would just sit out my window and I wouldn't even know why, but I would say, you know, come get me. I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I was really sad as a child. I, I had a lot of things that made me sad. I was really deep and I was uh, hypersensitive and I was around people who basically emotionally raped you every day because sensitivity made them feel uncomfortable. And if you make them feel uncomfortable, they're going to berate you. <laughs> so that's what I kind of grew up dealing with. So I had to internalize a lot. I had to go within. And it was a gift. It was a freaking gift. That's probably why I chose the family. Because I knew that maybe that would get me the youngest learning those certain lessons that I would need for this time now. Because we're all living through the apocalypse. Do I mean apocalypse? Everyone's going to die. And like, no, like a comet. No. Apocalypse is an unveiling of truth. It's a great, you know, breaking of, an, of the illusion. The soul. The soul of the universe, not as opposed to the spirit, but as the principle just beneath it, has always been taught as the receptive medium into which the spirit lets fall the forms of its thought. It is subjective to the spirit. That which is subjective is always impersonal, neutral, plastic, passive, and receptive. Wherever you find subjective law, you will find something that is compelled to receive and act upon. Consequently, the soul of the universe has been called a blind force, not knowing, only doing, and the servant of the eternal spirit throughout the ages. It is the medium of the thought, power, and action of the spirit. It is the medium of the thought, power, and action of the spirit. So the soul, and what, what so in case you're wondering, because this is important to, for me to just make this distinction, you would say, well, then how is your spirit coming back all, all the time too then with that soul? Because again, your spirit has a divine mission that was ordained at the beginning of time for you. <laughs> so that spirit is attached to that earthly soul until its mission is completed so the soul although keeps being erased and recycled and sent back here it's still tethered to the same spirit because it's the same earthbound soul get what does that make sense i want to read some of these beautiful comments here because i think the input is really important and i know i wanted to really focus more on the darker uh, aspects of the divine feminine, but we still have plenty of time to do so. Lost the comments. Oh. Okay. The divine feminine is a sacred, sensual, and often beyond the realm of the of day-to-day -day living. It's something that can't be seen, but rather experienced and felt. It's a healing force beyond the physical world. That to me is a beautiful and perfect description. The divine feminine because that's what it is so you just because you're a woman you don't you don't just you automatically have the divine feminine it is a force it is something that is experienced and, and channeled in a way like it's used for healing and that's what the dark feminine is the opposite of but that's not bad or negative it's just it's still the other the opposite i mean the divine aspect but of a of the strength of a woman again it has a righteousness attached to it 
It is also the positive expression of the feminine side of us that exists in both men and women. This is true. And life is, that is part of one of our lessons we're meant to learn here, by the way, one of our soul lessons that we're, we're meant to learn here is the lesson of balance. And that is it. There is a divine masculine and a divine feminine. And we each have both of those aspects in us. And we're supposed to be able to balance those aspects. And just because we have both those aspects, it's not a gender thing. It doesn't mean a man and woman. These are, again, these are forces. These are things you feel and experience. And I want to read this also, this definition from Cindy of the Jezebel spirit. Jezebel spirit can defer, but will go with the most overarching, a disposition or demonic influence that causes to create rifts in the church and in marriages through cunning deception and seduction. Perfect description. That is it. Because she seeks to destroy God's church. That, that, that is ultimately the the goal for them, the end game. And that and that and that means whether it's a physical church, people in an actual church, members, or the church within, the church of the Christ in you. That's the church within. So let's see, because she wrote preoccupied, absorbed in thought, engrossed, adjective, excessively concerned with something distracted. That is what the state of mind, a majority of people nowadays, are stuck in there, preoccupied. And can you, we can't blame them. This isn't a judgment thing where there is a preoccupied. I'm not saying it like that. It's just what it is. When we say reality and truth, see, this is what we got to get out of the mindset of. Of always immediately hammering on a negative or positive thing. When something is reality and it's truth, it's, it's neither. It's neutral. It just is. That's just how it is. And we, we can either fix it, we can acknowledge it, or we can deny it and keep acting like assholes. Well, that choice seems easy to me. But most people are walking around here preoccupied. They're preoccupied with their job, with their image, with their future, with their past, with their mother, with their sister, with their shoe, with their foot, like everything. And Never mind the surface preoccupations that every that, that a lot of people are also, you know, stuck in, like, you know, their face, you know, preoccupied with looks, with, with, you know, changing your looks all the time. We can go on and on about that. But that is the state of mind most people are in. They're too preoccupied to to say, I can't have a soul spirit. I can't worry about those things. I got to worry about what's happening now. Like, that's really the kind of reaction I get. Used to, used to get from a lot of people when I would be like, you know, I wanna, when I, you know, would really, when I just got Reiki certified and I was trying to make people understand like the concept of energy and, and what we truly are as metaphysical beings. And thank you, Gail. Yes. Truth vibrate on the frequency of truth, brave and communicative energy. I speak the truth. I speak purely. I speak honestly. And that is what you would call authenticity. That is what you would call integrity and ethical. And that is what is missing. Those are the qualities that are missing from most people nowadays. Not a fault of their own, not, not through purpose intention, but through a very, very flawed mindset in a, in a, in a bad system. That doesn't want you to have those qualities because those qualities lead to freedom. Those qualities 
have free will involved, and they can't have that. From birth till death, there are four life-defining stages. We all grow, develop, mature as we continue to move on in life. And that is true. I like that. I do have another, a few other things I do want to read because, again, little nuggets of, of, of awesome stuff. <laughs> Why not? All right. I'm going to read this. The Root of Evil. This is again from the Nag Hammadi scriptures, which were found in 1947. Um, the Gnostic Gospels, they were found in the cave in Nag Hammadi, Egypt. And they were they were unblemished, untouched for over 2,000 years. So these are way more close to the time of Jesus than the even the most recent oldest, I mean, than the, than the oldest written gospels that they have in the Vatican. Like most of those gospels, that they have, like the oldest copies of, are from like 500 AD. You know, they're from hundreds of years after. So it's important to know that because, again, man perverts things. Man changes things through time. They reword things. They, the political agendas change, so the religious agenda changes. That's why you really can't put your faith in religion. You can use religion to guide you, to help you form a connection and to be, you know, a good environment you know yeah that's great but it shouldn't be your ultimate decider it shouldn't be what you look to to guide you in, in internally and in, in to find your path so the root of evil let us let each of us also dig down after the root of evil within us and pull it out of our hearts from the root it will be uprooted if we recognize it but if we are ignorant of it, it takes root in us and produces fruit in our hearts. It dominates us. We are its slaves and it takes us captive so that we do not, so that we do what we do not want to do. Not do what we want. It is a powerful, it is powerful because we do not recognize it. As long as it exists, it stays active. But you see what the root of evil is, is ignorance. It's not being able to recognize it and, and, and then acknowledge it. So when you're ignorant to it or in denial of it, it overtakes you and enslaves you. It thrives off your ignorance. All evil needs, it thrives off your ignorance. Again, because only if you're ignorant can it control you, can it get you to do what you don't want to do. I brought this up last week, how the biggest issue with a lot of people is they say, I don't know why I did that, right? You ever, you ever get hurt so much by someone or, or they just, someone does something like annoying or they, they snap at you and for no reason. Like there's sometimes there's reason, sometimes you're annoying someone and they snap on you. And there's not always this like deeper thing to things. Like this is why we have to get clear in our thinking because everything is so general. Everyone is in this like generalized thinking that they can't see the fucking forest or the trees sometimes where everything is like always got to be compared to something else. Life is about experience, unique experience. Sometimes the same experiences happen. Some, you know, you have common experiences, you have unique experiences. But at the same time, we have to stop trying to always overcomplicate things, you know, and that's why truth is so important. And that's why valuing truth is so important because it makes you not you don't take the truth personally, which makes you not want to overcomplicate it. I feel like a lot of the times when people overcomplicate things, it's because they're afraid of the truth. Because if, if they if they confirm the truth or if they 
acknowledge they know truth, then now they're accountable to doing the right thing. So sometimes, you know, people like to be ignorant because they like to play that role. And I'm going to read this one little other flip from here. Ignorance is the mother of evil. Ignorance is the mother of all evil. Ignorance leads to death because those who come from ignorance neither were nor are nor will be. But those in the truth will be perfect when all truth is revealed. For truth is like ignorance while hidden. Oh, I'm sorry. For truth is like ignorance. While hidden, truth rests in itself. But when revealed and recognized, truth is praised in that it is stronger than ignorance and error. It gives freedom. The word says, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Ignorance is a slave. Knowledge is freedom. If we know the truth, we shall find the fruit of truth within us. If we join with it, it will bring us fulfillment. And they have convinced everybody that the truth will leave them hurt. And it only does for like a blip of a second. And then what always ends up happening, right? When we have to face hard truths, when we have to confront hard truths. What always ends up happening? Well, you might be like, uh, for like a, an hour or like, you know, a little bit discouraged or you might feel shitty, which you might need to deserve to feel. I mean, like sometimes we deserve to feel certain feelings and we just have to say like, yeah, hey, I did something shitty. Now I feel shitty about it. I'll let this pass. And then I'll, and then I'll re realize what, what led me there. But most people, they just don't want to feel shitty. So they're going to deny that they did anything hurtful. And then, then they're going to, and then they're going to deny anything hurtful. And then they're going to tell you that you somehow are the reason that they hurt you. Just all to deny, all just to avoid having that hour or day of feeling shitty about something. That's how sick the, the world has made everybody in the mind. That they can't even clearly understand things that are bad for them and, and a detriment to them and holding them back and causing them to be the exact opposite of, of who they intend to be. It's scary. It's quite scary. But again, this is because there's an, an imbalance in the world. The divine feminine has been completely edited out, rooted out throughout our history. And then it, it created a huge imbalance, which created a stage for the patriarchy. Because if you have, say, I say you have a patriarchy and matriarchy working in balance together and it's not uh, to enslave and, and have power over others. It's to have, say, um, a sense of organization. You know, um, so it is important to have the higher minded people of society govern that society or at least be in charge of policies and laws for that society. But instead, we're living in the great inversion, right? Like right now, where it's the opposite. The lowest among us have the most influence over the masses. And that's on purpose. It's so the mat, you're like, like they say, you're only as, as strong as your weakest link. Well, we're only as, I don't even know what you're saying, like as, the, as our leader. Our leader is an imbecile, right? So what does that make us? We're going to, we are inadvertently imbeciles through him being an, the, the, you know, the leader, I mean, I, I don't accept that, but for most people, because most people aren't living in Sophia's mindset, they're living in the day-to-day -day life and world where they're looking up to these people. So if you're looking up just to some imbecile, I'm not going to say names because I don't want to just get alerted and stuff. But if you're looking up to an imbecile and that imbecile has absolutely no knowledge, well, how are you supposed to get direction? 
No, they're going to keep you in chaos and confusion. And that's the point. That's the point to keep the dumbest among us governing. <laughs> so keep us low and not evolve up and out. Because if you have higher minded people, right, influencing society, creating the laws and policies, they'll be they'll have discernment. They'll be able to show others the way you're supposed to govern yourself really in the mind and how we're supposed to treat each other. And that will create a quick evolution in society because most people want to be good. I'm going to tell you this is another secret. We're not evil in our nature. Us as a human being, we are not evil in our nature. So when they tell you that we're like these this fallen, you know, it's in our nature. It's not. However, they've hijacked our nature and they've tethered us. They've, they've, they've cut our, the cord from our true selves, the spirit, our divine self, and they've tethered us to lower entities and energies through our thoughts. I hope that's making sense. The message is that I want to give to people are messages of empowerment, are messages of, of truth. This is what I say to you is true. I have, everything I say to you, I say either as it really is, meaning it's a speculation or it's just my conclusion, or it's a real life experience that I've encountered that I had an, an experience with that I can then say, I, I know this to be true. And I want to read this also about the power within, because again, our minds, that's what this whole book is about. And it actually talks about, you know, the Christ that's truly within all of us. And it's not even a religious book, but it does talk about the, the Trinity that, that we are, but it's about our minds. It's actually, it's such a great book. It's, it dissects every aspect of the mind to show you your mind is truly what gives you ultimate power in this world. And if you, you know how to use your mind, nothing can stop you. So, this. Through spiritual discernment, we see that we have within us a power which is greater than anything we shall ever contact. A power that can overcome every obstacle in our experience and set us safe, satisfied, and at peace, healed and prosperous in a new light and in a new life. If God be for us, who can be against us? God's creative power of mind is right here. We have as much of his power to use as we believe in and embody. The storehouse of nature is filled with infinite good, awaiting the touch of our awakened thought to spring forth into manifestation in our lives. But the awakening must be within our thought. The word that we speak is the law of our lives and nothing hinders its operation but ourselves. We may use this creative word for whatever purpose we desire, and this word becomes law unto the thing for which it was spoken. We are given this, the power to sit in the midst of our lives and direct their activities. Strife and struggle are unnecessary. We only need to know, but we must know constructively. Just so far as we deepened upon any condition, past, present, or future, we are creating chaos because we are then dealing with conditions, effects, and not with causes. Could we but comprehend the fact that there is a power that makes things directly out of itself? 
by simply becoming the thing it makes? Could we but grasp this greatest truth about life and realize that we are dealing with a principle scientifically correct and eternally present? We could accomplish whatever is possible for us to conceive. Life externalizes at the level of our thought. That's true. You know, you know the difference, right? Between when you have a good day and a bad day. You can have an amazing day where all these stuff, weird, crazy things happen to you, but you were just still, still feeling so amazing that they didn't bother you, they rolled off the shoulder, and you didn't let it break your spirit. And then you can have a day where the stillest, stillest, silliest things can make you irritated. But what's the difference between those days? It's usually your mindset. It's usually your thoughts. It's usually what you're thinking about. It, and usually what you're thinking about is what will cause feelings of, say, overwhelmed or peace, frustration, or... Uh, satisfaction, right? So if you're frustrated, you're going to be less tolerable to things. If you're overwhelmed, you're going to be less tolerable to things. And if your thoughts are overwhelming you all the time, and if you're thinking about things that frustrate you or make you angry or things that you that are out of your control, you're never going to be in a good place to really create and channel those higher thoughts that are coming from your true divine self, that that divine self wants to create and, and use this beautiful world that we've been gifted Although, you know, Satan's the ruler of this realm, we don't, we need to pay him no mind. He really has no power over us. It's almost like in The Wizard of Oz, when she's like, shoo, before someone drops a house on you. Like, that's what I feel like when I encounter, like, demonic spirits or people who have things attached to them, and I can just see it. Oh, that thing's trying to get to me right now, and I'm just like, shoo, shoo. You have no power here. Be gone. Like, that's really, <laughs> like, that's really what I think in my mind. I'm not kidding. You know what happened to me yesterday? Personal story. I have a psychotic name. When I first moved in, I've lived here. I own this townhouse for four years now. When I first moved in, my neighbor was attached to me. Um, you know, I was super nice. I actually planted flowers on her side because I wanted it to be symmetrical. I put lights all up her walkway. Uh, I was bringing in all of her package. I'm just a nice person. But out of nowhere, within a year of me living here, I, my walls every day, early in the morning, all day long, and then late, late at night. Bang, 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 bang. My walls would uh, bang all the time. Bang, bang. I didn't understand what's going on. I would ignore it because I have like this. If I want to, see, if I let myself, I have misophonia, that neurological condition where noises make you want to flip out and get angry. So I have that. So I've learned how to not allow that to affect me anymore. But so she'd be banging, and I was just like, what's wrong with this woman? So one time when she was banging, I opened my door, and I was like, hello, are you all right in there? Like, what's going Why are you banging? It's like, this is all the time now. What's going on? She ripped open her door, and she goes, harassment, 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 you're harassing me, you're harassing me. And I didn't know what the hell I was encountering. I had no idea what you was talking about, so I just said, harassing you? No, I'm not. And I go, and I'm not going to allow you to portray me like that. So I just shut the door. I have cameras all over my house, especially facing her door. And she got worse and worse uh, for almost two years straight. She would be screaming um, because I walked down her stairs. She actually put a separator up because I, uh, I was blocked in on my side once and walked down her side. I'm not kidding. So something in this woman hates me, literally for no reason. I've done nothing to her. I'm still nice to her. I still bring in her packages. She was in the hospital even when she got home. I still was nice to her. And she still yells out her window to me, uh, you know, you fucking bitch. Yeah, I think you run the show here. And I know what it is. I just know what it is. I know what it is. So I, I don't allow it to bother me. But what I did yesterday, because she was in one of her crazies, I 
did a whole burning thing. I did a whole ceremony. And I, and I, for the first time, actually went out in front of her door and I prayed as loud as possible at her door. And it actually ceased. It stopped completely for the day. All the screaming and banging that she was doing. It really sounds like I'm in an insane asylum. The woman is tapped. And it's not just me because the people on the other side of her told me that the people who lived here before me, that she harassed them. They had to take her to court. She she got the guy so mad that he smashed a window. So she sued him. And she did it to the person who lived there before them. So clearly the woman's sick in the mind. And she has no life. She doesn't leave her house. So she our only interaction with people is through making them crazy and angry. And it makes her feel powerful. But that's not her. That's the demons in her. That's the demons that have manifested through her mind, probably over her life, over, you know, all these horrible things that maybe might have happened to her. And instead of her allowing herself to grow, she allowed them to make her bitter, which allowed demons now completely take over. Like, you can tell she don't want to be like that, but something in her just sets off and just starts flipping out and banging and screaming. And she did it to one of the nurses who was came to, to take care of her, how to stay here for two weeks. The lady out back one day was screaming, crying. I opened my door. I said, you're not crazy. She's crazy. The girl, Aisha, she came to my house and she was like, I am done. I felt so bad. A nurse, imagine a nurse who takes care of elderly people for a living was driven insane by a demon. That's what it is. And you can't allow them to get you like that because what they're doing is they're getting you to lower your vibration because you're going to get angry you're going to get frustrated and now you're all out of your your peace and that's what makes them win and it's not worth it to let them win it's not worth that minute of blowing up what it is worth though is that minute of going i rebuke you you have no power over me and that's really what i say that's really what i say because it's true. And I believe it. And because I believe it, I know it, it makes it true. And I've lived my whole life like that. I've overcome a lot of, of things in my life. I was once an, an addict. I was once a, a, an addict. That means I had a mental problem that I was addicted to something that I didn't want to take, but I was putting something I didn't want to take every day into my body. That was a problem. I had to really get right in the mind for that. And that made me realize so much about the mind. And the mind really does control everything. The body acclimates to the mind. The outside rearranges itself to the thoughts. You know? Mag, Mag, um, Julie Magdalena, she, we did a, she was a guest on my show before. And, and she said something beautiful. I'm not sure if she said it on the show or if she said it in a side conversation. She said something so beautiful. And she said, you know, they tell you that the word words create. I'm sorry that 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 but just your words create, but it's not just your words, it's your thoughts. Because a thought, the thought is the first step of manifesting. Everything has to be conceived through a thought before it can be manifested, before it can be made into something. You have to think of it, create it. People aren't even operating in that creative headspace anymore. They, they, they don't believe that they have power like that. So they've assimilated into a cookie cutter lifestyle. That the government or that the system, that, that, that these, these, the culture, society has told them to live in. Because they have no direction from within. Because somewhere, and I'm telling you, this is 
where it starts. When we're children, that first time you did something fully from within that was that just was total expression and that adult told you to stop or someone made fun of you for it. You either could have been like me and said, you're lost. You don't want to hang out with me. You're probably not worth my time. <laughs> or you could take it and be like, well, what's wrong with me? I, I recognize this probably at four years old because I had two older sisters. So I was, again, blessed to be able to see a lot of craziness. But I recognized when I was younger that usually when people are mean to you or they make fun of you for being unique, it's because they're threatened by your uniqueness. It's because your uniqueness makes them feel uncomfortable about their lack of uniqueness or their lack of creativity. And they're not consciously like, oh, I don't have creativity, so I'm going to be mean to this person because they have creativity. That's not, that's not what they're doing. But because they are in probably a state of mind through whatever they're going through mentally of lack, of insecurity, that's the subconscious mind that takes over which is influenced by the lower entities, demons, demonic thoughts. That, that those thoughts are what open the realms. And it's really interesting, but I guess I'm out of time now. <laughs> so I'm really actually excited to come back next week and kind of pick up where we left off. I, I feel like this is almost like a series that I'm doing now because I, I feel like every week, although it's a different topic, the same theme, which is the true self connecting with the spirit, understanding the spirit, understanding the body, understanding the soul, and understanding its function here, and understanding your divine aspect, your divine self, that is the true you, that is the you that's meant to inherit this body, to express and experience. And instead, no, not much experience is going on. A lot of experience is being shown right? You can have any experience you want, just sit in front of a TV. But is it really your experience? Before I go, I just want to say something else. Because I did a live yesterday on Instagram last night. I was literally laying in bed and I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that multiple people that day had said the exact same line and then said the exact same thing about it, which is, and if you critically think, you'll, you'll understand this. And I felt like that really triggered me in my mind because they weren't critically thinking. And I felt like they were using that as a way to say, if you don't agree with what they're saying, then you're not a critical thinker. That pissed me off because who the fuck are they that they weren't even critically thinking because they were parroting literally the X-22 report, basically. They listen to that asshole who doesn't show his face. Okay. You don't even know if the person's really not. And you're literally diehard believing. Again, it's one thing to say, I align with that. That sounds good to me. I'm going to, I'm going to go with that for now until other information. It's one thing to be honest with yourself. But again, to say, no, this is how it is. You, you don't think that you're not, you're not a critical thinker. You must not be a critical thinker, right? That bothers me because it's inauthentic and that's again, not reality. And, and I don't think it's my job to say to people, well, you're not in reality, but I wanted to, to, to distinct that if you are aligning with someone else's critical thinking, that's not critical thinking. There's nothing wrong with aligning with someone else's thoughts, but be honest to yourself about what you're interacting with as, as it, far as information goes. And understand that that's not from yourself. You're, you're settling 
on someone else's critical thinking because it makes you feel comfortable because their conclusion and their critical thinking allows for you to maintain, you know, your view on reality. So they're like, oh, yes, that sounds perfect. That allows me to still believe this, this and this. So that's that's going to be what I go with. And that's going to be what I believe. And then when other people don't believe it, I'm going to accuse them of just not being critical thinkers. And again, they're not consciously doing this. But because we are living in a fallen state of mind, most people, that's the aspect of them that's dominant and, and, and is dominating their expression. And we, so we have to get real with ourselves. There's nothing wrong with knowing that, that you just, you might not have time. And that just sounds good. It aligns with you. I align with a lot of different researchers. I don't claim their work to be mine. You know, same thing with your own thoughts. Be proud of your own thoughts. Have enough confidence in, in love in yourself to want to have your own critical thinking, to want to have your own conclusions. I don't want anyone's conclusions. I need to know everything from my own self. I don't know that's just how I am. It might be because I'm an indigo. It might be because I'm a star seed. I don't know if that's a trait that that's, you know, people like that, like us. But I can't. I can't take anyone's word on anything. And I can't just believe anything. I just can't. It just seems like the opposite of what feels naturally. Gail, I can't understand the way of thinking because I was always a leader in a free thinking. See, that's what I'm saying. People who, through whatever reason, had confidence in who they are young, not constant confidence in their image or anything, but confidence just in their true, unique, individual self, we don't understand. We don't understand the group thing. We don't understand the shifting, right, the shifting points of views all the time that people go through, where they just shift, 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 shift. And they don't shift because they encountered new information that allowed them to, to see a deeper aspect of reality or a different perspective of something. No, they're shifting because their wants change. So if they want something different, their, 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 you know, their perceptions change or their values change or, you know, who knows? They're like chameleons. They just mold themselves to whatever they need to be to get whatever result they want. Because again, the system tells them that's the only way to get results is through manipulation. And if you show people who you are, and this is a sad truth, this is why we, again, have to start valuing and appreciating authenticity in, in ourselves and in each other, in, in, in reality. Because most people, they run from it. Excuse me, sorry, I'm just so dehydrated. They shift. So they're constantly needing to shift their perception and their and their way of thinking because too much truth starts to interact with them and then they come to a choice where you either have to start acknowledging truth and opening up your mind to this alternative reality that's actually reality or run from it hide from it keep validating your your, your you know your paradigm your current your current view and that's what everyone does because, well, now what? If you're 35 years old, I say 35 because I'm 35. If I'm th say I'm 35 years old and I suddenly start to listen to Sophia and I'm like, well, maybe she's making points. Maybe I really don't listen to myself. You know, maybe my parents didn't really, you know, raise me to express myself or even know what that was. And then what do you do with that? 
what do you do when you start looking around and realizing that all these things that you thought were representations of you, I don't even have anything around to like really give a good example, that you thought were representations of you, really, you don't even like them. You only liked this because Beyonce, you know, told you to buy it and it was what was trending. And well, you only like this because Joe said he thinks women smell sexy when they wear this, but I don't even really like the smell of it. Oh, I don't even like this. I don't even like flowers. Like that's what ends up happening. And that's what people are afraid of, of happening and having having that that kind of like dark night of the soul. That's what the dark night of the soul is. It's that realization. It's looking around at your life and realizing that nothing is actually a true, unique expression of your true you. you. And we can't judge each other and we can't judge ourselves. Stop judging yourself. Understand that we live in a, in a world where we're battling. We're, we're, we're battling literally here now in flesh and blood with like real things, policies and craziness. And we're battling in the spirit. We're battling things that our eyes in consciousness aren't seeing, but are there. And those are the energies and entities and the thoughts. Because let me tell you, and to be really honest, most people don't admit these things, but right, what do you, when you're, when I was <laughs> looking through all of the evidence, what the, when I, the next day, suddenly was thinking about, you know, little children and, and all these things, was that my thought? Or was that my subconscious, you know, holding that, 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 that image? And, and they creep it back up. You know what I mean? It's like we have to control our thoughts. And we have to learn how to throw certain thoughts away. How to, what thoughts to entertain. What thoughts to say no. Like I have, I have a, like a problem sometimes where um, I listen to that, uh, that stupid little Nas X song that time to show people the video and the song, right? So after I heard it, the song wouldn't come and get out of my head. And I don't even, I don't like the song. So what I had to do was, and it worked, was whenever the song would pop in my head, I would just go, no, no, and it would go away. Because I physically would say something and it would like cut that, that chord. I, I don't know why that was happening, but I was like, no, like, nope, nope, I don't want that in my head. And I just would scream, nope, literally. It was, I, <laughs> but it worked and I haven't had it pop in my head since. So... I don't know, um, but I appreciate you all. Um, always, please remember to like and share. We have to start getting these messages out. Start calling people home. That's what we need to do. Start calling people home because that's what it is. They need to come home, home to themselves. Their self is really waiting for them. It can't wait to start really expressing good and divinity in this world. God bless you as well. I appreciate that, Gail. It means a lot. Honestly, all of you, you guys who send me messages, comments, private messages, encouraging, just saying thank you, or just saying like, I love your message, or, you know, I liked your topic. Or whatever, that means everything to me. Because even if it said zero on the screen watching, I'm still here i'm still going with my mission that i that which i feel is to speak right now is to speak these things that i've been holding in my mind for the last 20 years literally 
and connect. It's about connecting. It's about calling people home. And it's about being our true selves and really knowing what that looks like. What that looks like, that looks like everyone walking out of their house and just being normal to each other, being happy to say hi, not saying hi, not, 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 not giving you either a hello or a because today they're in a bad mood. So kids I had them today because they're in a bad mood. So it's like, are we really, we can't, we're not going to live like that no more. We're not living like that. It's just ridiculous. I'm so sick of it. I, I lived like that in, as a child where, oh my God, if someone's in a bad mood, man, that's your fault somehow. And <laughs> again, I appreciate those amazing lessons because again, I got to see some really ugly aspects of human beings and how we treat each other. And how none of it's intentional. How no one's really intending to treat each other horribly and abuse each other, but we treat each other abusively. It's just like normal to be abusive towards each other. So when you're having a bad day, and it's one thing to to, to be to have a, a bad day and and like you know have like a, a moment, and then you immediately like listen. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in a, having a bad day. I didn't mean to to give you an attitude, or I didn't mean to say it like that. Nothing wrong with that. That's normal. That's, that's human. That is human. But it's not normal to be like, ah, Mr. Egg, get away from me. Oh, what do you want from me? You know, it's like, oh, I want what I want every day. But today, somehow, that's a problem. That's not nice. That's not normal. <laughs> it's just not. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Again, this is On the Wake Up Radio. You're listening to Truth, Freedom, and Sophia. Catch all of our replays. On Google, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Again, check out our new streaming site, otwtube.com, where we upload all of our content, all of our shows. Check it out. Create your own profile. Again, you're listening to On The Wake Up Radio. And you can find us on onthewakeupradio.com. And lastly, thank you again to super producer Cindy Ashby. She's the best. She makes everything just come together perfectly. The glue. All right, guys. Have a great night. I'll see you next week. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Flawed individual. Cindy Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. On the wake up.